0: The Future of Health Coaching, Opportunity, Action, Impact.
1: Brought to you by Teleosis Institute, Coaching and Narrative Healing. Welcome to the Future of Health Coaching Summit. I'm co-host Joel Kreisberg, and I'm pleased to welcome today's guest, Dylan Newcomb, to our show. Dylan is the founder and director of Uzazu, the Mind-Body Method, a powerful research-based mind-body practice that uses breath movement and mental imagery to quickly stimulate a balanced spectrum of eight core mental emotional physical states dylan is a mind body based trainer researcher and coach who helps conscious entrepreneurs cultural creatives more deeply clarify and joyfully manifest their life's purpose so dylan thank you for being here
0: thank you for having me i'm excited to uh jump in and do this with you
1: I'm excited to, because I, I know your work and I think this this work is really important to our audience, particularly because you bring in so much body and the connection between the body-mind. So I think it'd be really good to sort of start off by just telling us a bit about Uzazo and, and the method and, and so people get an idea of what we're doing here. Sure, sure, okay. So Uzazu is
0: the name that we call this method. Uh, which simply, it doesn't mean anything, it's simply uzazu, which is just sounds. And we, we named it uzazu because we use sound and movement and breath together as a way of triggering or stimulating different states of being in a person uh, very very quickly and specifically. And what I mean by states of being is what we experience every day, right? Sometimes we're more relaxed and expansive and flowing. Other times we're very focused and serious. And sometimes we're a little distracted when we need to be focused or we're a little uptight when we need to be more relaxed. We're, We're not quite in the mood or in the state that we want or need to be in at that moment to do that thing. And that's where Uzazu comes in and is really helpful as a way of helping us A, understand that, uh, form, function, fit of, wait a minute, maybe the state I'm in isn't the best fit for this moment, and then be, what do I do about it? How can I shift that? And that's where we use specific sounds, breaths, and movements to do that in a very efficient, specific way. Mm-hmm. And today, we're going to be looking at that really in the context of uh, oh, yeah. coaches and and this, particularly the sales conversation, what are the various states that... Uh, that are optimal for us to be in at which moment as we flex flow through that dynamic conversation.
1: Exactly. So we're going to take the Azazu method and apply it. So we're going to be using body language to build deeper trust and get more clients. So this way our viewers can really get a sense of the method, but within the context of specifically that relationship. How do I show up? How does a coach show up? Building trust when I'm in the process of creating getting new clients getting more clients that initial relationships so that's right uh, i think it's an important topic because it's it's interesting because it's bu- it's business development but it's also personal growth it's also how am i going to you know how do how do i show up as a coach to to, to succeed right yeah. to, 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 to get the opportunity to do your good work Exactly, and so it's a it's a key topic. But it's important to recognize that the method that you're showing us is application goes anywhere in the coaching process.
0: Right, and and in fact, I should probably say at this point that um, I'm 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 able to address this topic because I've spent the last twelve years having, well, having been a coach, right. And used the, the very methods we're going to use today, more for coaches in the sales conversation. This is the methodology that I use with my clients to work on anything, be it their relationships, their increasingly, I help people in their business, um, Uzazu is certified coach. We have our own certification program. So it's a a coaching methodology. Exactly. You know, actually, Joel, this started, uh, the the piece that we're working on today came into being towards the end of my certification training for my coaches when I realized I need to help them get clients. And so I started looking at how can I support my coaches to to get clients. And then I really started looking at my own sales conversations, my own free consultations, more consciously through the Uzazu lens of, wait a minute, how am I showing up? Mm-hmm. So then I did a deep research of sales and marketing and various teachings on sales processes and really looked at that from an embodiment lens. How can we, you know, it, there's so many people out there that will give you really good training these days in, you know, scripts to use, processes to go through. And people might very well, some you know, some many of the people on this call might, might have already gone through some of those processes. And it can help tremendously. And if you if you haven't gone through a kind of a, a marketing and sales training and specifically gotten a training in how do you conduct a free consultation and so forth, I highly advise uh, sure. you to do so, because sure. <laughs> you know, it's a key thing. Right. And what we're doing today is looking at kind of the under layer of that, the, mm-hmm. the silent, unspoken layer of that that. There's sort of two senses to, to take the term unspoken. On one hand, we're talking literally about the nonverbal layer of it. Mm-hmm. And it's also the layer that is typically not really that much addressed in these trainings. Talk about the script, the process. We're going to talk
1: about but how do you show up how in we, that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So exactly. So we're, how do we show up? How do I bring authentic body language to build trust to get more clients? So I think we've set it up now, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to learning because I am certainly a student of this work and also I'm, I'm interested in knowing wh- how I show up. So let's uh, see right. where we go with this, Dylan. Okay, good. So um, yeah, let me, I just want
0: to invite everyone uh, on the call right now to uh, get a piece of paper. If you don't have one, um, get one. Preferably a large, empty one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, don't write anything on it yet. Uh, and what I'm going to give a presentation. Uh, you can take this in two ways. You can take this as a presentation. You can just sit back and you can watch it. I hope it'll be interesting for you. Uh, I'll do my best to entertain and, and, and delight and educate. And at the same time, I invite you to, uh, if you're if you're willing, if you're game, to take it as a workshop. Okay. Uh, embodiment is a it's an interesting thing to lecture about it's an even more interesting thing to take a workshop on because it's ultimately about <laughs> being in it right um, so there's gonna be pl- plenty of ideas but uh, uh, more powerful when you take it on the level of practices this is a way of showing up not thoughts about showing up or it's both um, so I'm gonna I'm going to divide our, our our time it's a short window that we have and it's a big topic so I'll I'll try to get to the what I what I've been thinking a lot about, like what, what's the most powerful thing or helpful thing I can do in the short time we have is um, take you to sort of a two-phase process, guys, where the first phase um, I'll, I'll be laying out sort of the framework of, of what I see are some of the most powerful sort of underlying principles to sort of simplify the dynamics of how you show up and how can you monitor and regulate that so it's more effective to build deeper trust. And we'll get back on why trust is... So crucial in just a moment. Um, so the first part is going to be about building your own self awareness. How do I show up typically in that moment when, especially when I really want uh, to get this person as a client? I mean, let's face it. You're having a free consultation. You want to be open, and sure, you know, da 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 da. Deep down, you want them as a client, right? So you're feeling this pressure. Maybe your bank account is also screaming. You need them as a client, right? Um, there's some there's a certain amount of pressure you're feeling inside of is this gonna work? Question is, how does your body mind show up? You have the things that you're saying and da-da-da-da-da. How is your body showing up to support and, and maybe and sometimes not supporting or less optimally supporting the, the the underlying foundation from which those within which those words are happening, right? So we're going to gain self-awareness in the first half, and then in the second half, look at, okay, given the specific balance that you have, oh, I tend to show up more in this way, or, oh, I tend to show up more in that way, which we'll assess. Uh, then we'll start to look at, well, what might you do to, to, to perhaps achieve a more optimal balance? Yeah. All right. So and I'm going to be looking just a bit up from time to time because I have my, my Google Doc with my notes up here. Uh, so I want to keep uh, efficient and to the point for you guys. Um so before we get into the actual body patterns and, and we experience them, and you get a chance to feel, you know, what your tendencies are, let's talk about let's talk about what we're doing here. In whether it's a consultation, whether it's a pre-consultation, and it's a, an elevator pitch, or you meet them in the grocery store and you get into a conversation, or they're a friend of a friend that heard you do that kind of work, yada yada. Whatever context it is, you're in some stage of building towards. If it's appropriate, if it turns out to be a good fit, you're building towards making an agreement, a coaching agreement. So the free consultation is the exploration about the potential appropriateness of entering into an agreement together. And I really wanna frame that from making a sale to making an agreement. It's a much more, yes, it's a sale and yes, of course it's, it's appropriate and money will be involved. Hopefully, let's talk about it as an agreement. Because that's something we can work with in the context of what we're doing. Now, what is an agreement? In this context, I will frame it as, I wrote it out here so I can get it right the way I want to say it. A coaching agreement is a choice to commit. It's a choice to commit, right? Despite all the fear and uncertainty about both the process and the result, it's a choice to commit to taking action on the belief that you can do some good work together. Let me say that one more time because it's a mouthful. It's a choice to commit despite all fear and uncertainty about both the process of working with you and the result of working with you, right? To taking action on a belief that they're forming that it would be good for them to work with you. So A, what does that mean? It means they're gonna have some uncertainty and some fear, right? You you can't promise them that it's going to be awesome. They can't believe 100% that it's going to be just roses, right? We all know change is scary, change is uncertain. You don't know if, how it's going to actually go. You, d- you don't know 100% what results you're going to offer them. Change is scary. Change is scary. Whether they are conscious of that fear or they're repressing that fear, whether you're talking around that, it's all going to be great, I'm going to give you this, da, da, da. It's the, it's the elephant in the room, right? It's the elephant in the unconscious. It's the gremlin in the belly. Fear and uncertainty in the face of creating a commitment a choice to work together right the most important thing that you're doing in that or that you need to be focused on on the the, underneath it all is building trust building a sense of safety right building a sense of safety that even despite the inevitable unknowns and uncertainties and and fragilities and and potential little slips and whatnots that a change process brings with it, you're there for them and they're safer doing it with you. If they feel that, if they feel safe with you, if they feel enough trust in you, and here's the other side of it, and enough courage to take the risk, right, because that's the polarity, trust and courage, then the chances that they say yes, despite all that fear and uncertainty, is substantially greater, isn't it? So what we're gonna be looking at now, and we can reframe it more specifically, is how can you help stimulate in them ethically and to the degree that it's appropriate, trust in you, trust in themselves, and courage to take the risk in the face of, of inevitable uncertainty, courage to take the risk, to go for it, to make a change in their life. What will give them that sense of trust in you, in themselves? Where do they need more trust in you, in themselves? Where do they need more courage? What will bring them that courage? These are the deeper questions, right? These are the deeper questions. And that's what we want to be holding in our mind as we go through these embodiment patterns. I can say, trust me, trust yourself, you can do it. Let's go for it but do you feel it, right? Does, is the other person really feeling it? They might even say to you, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, I'm really interested. I'll call you back, right? Or I'll get back to you. you we all know that one, right? <laughs> they don't always, do they? In fact, more than often, they don't. What's lacking? Some amount of trust in you, trust in themselves, courage in taking the risk, right? Okay, so that is what we're gonna focus on. <sighs> you ready?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. we have a story in our mind How much is our body fully supporting us, right? And fully helping them to support themselves along that journey. Okay, so here we go. Now, I'm going to start with the notion that whether it's building trust in you, trust in themselves, courage, that whole dynamic equilibrium of trust and courage, that whole yin-yang of it, plays out in space, plays out in a space, Both the space of the connection, the space of the conversation, the space that you hold when you share about what what you know and what you believe in and what what you can do and what you can offer them, right? The space that you hold for yourself as you share that, the space that you help them hold for their own process, right, as a client and their journey, the space that you open up in yourself to take in their world, really get to know them. Right, and to understand them so that they feel that you really get them. Right, I'm, I'm not going to let you take me on a coaching journey if I if I don't trust that you get me, that you that you understand me. Right, I need to trust that you've really opened up and really both both made the effort to really get to know and, and understand me, and that you really have the capacity to understand me. Right, both of those things. Right, the tr- the 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 space that we're moving into that uncertain future. How are we together building that dream, right? And and, and and energizing that dream of what's possible, the space beyond this one. They don't want more of the same. They're not potentially gonna you know, pay you money to give them more of this space. They want another space. They want a space, they wanna live in a, in a better world with better results, right? So that's another space that we're working on, right? Mm-hmm. That's the before and after spaces. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, there's the space of how you help them, the space in which I'm there for you, I'm committed, I'm capable, I'm skillful. Do you get a sense how these are different ways, these are all the various facets of the space in which transformation happens or doesn't happen, mm-hmm. which we commit to entering into transformation together or don't commit. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, they're either saying, I want to be in that space of transformation with you. I dare to enter into that scary business or transformation with you. I feel safe with you. I feel excited with you. Mm -hmm. Or they don't want to enter into that space with you. Or they don't feel ready and and, and trusting and courageous enough to enter into that space with you. So we, my friends, are going to be looking at how you hold space during that conversation. And how you hold space, it can get, there's a woo-woo side, not to judge woo, I love woo-woo, but there's a woo-woo side to that conversation of, Mm -hmm. of, of, of the energy, of the space, and feel the space, and we're in the space together. We're going to be looking at a very, very... Um, concrete level of that. I'm, 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 again, I'm all for the subtle energy, but we're talking about the, the, the concreteness of that, the space that you're, you, you, you felt just when I was like talking about the spaces, how this is a different space than the space of dreaming and possibilities, than the space of my, 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 my heartfelt advice for you and what I sense we could do in our process, right? My sense of how I hold my confidence in what I know and what I understand Right? All of those are different spaces. We're talking about how you hold those spaces and what happens when there's a mismatch between what you're saying and the space that they feel you holding for yourself and for them mm-hmm. and that you're inviting them to hold for themselves. When the body, the body is the unconscious layer of the mind. Okay. Right. The body holds the foundation from which those thoughts and feelings emerges. Right. It's very hard to, to go like this and then to dream Right. And to get excited about the future. It's very hard to go like this and to feel and to feel confident and secure about dealing with something now when you're like this. So you, you feel that intuitively, right? So the space, and yet when we talk and, and when we're following our script of, of the, the five point process to take a client through to get a free consultation, we get outside of our body and we might not be conscious of the space that we're holding with that person. I feel like I could help you. Um, I have uh, three degrees. I have um, a lot of experience in this and, and, I, and I'm really excited to work with you. How, how does that space feel for you, right? for me to be holding? <laughs> Do you feel safe with me? Do you feel excited about committing to this journey? <laughs> you feel where I'm going with this, right? Just as a little taster. OK. So that's a lot of me talking uh, to set the foundation for us to start to go into this. You ready to try this out and try out some different ways of holding space?
1: hmm Yeah. OK.
0: Um, if you remember from the first part of uh, the, of the uh, Joel introducing me here, uh, uh, we, we talked about sound, breath, and movement. So my, just a, a quick thing before we get into this. Uh, my background is as a, I'm a Juilliard-trained classical composer and ballet dancer, actually. Uh, and uh, then I moved to the Netherlands and was a composer, choreographer, dancer, musician for about 10-15 years. And I just got into how does sound and movement affect thought, emotion, and behavior. I got really into that. So I got government funding from the Dutch government where I was living and started a research laboratory. And so I just studied research for for years across hundreds of subjects, how different vowel sounds, and movements affect our thoughts, emotions, behaviors. So the work that I'm about to share with you is research-based, like very rigorously proven about how we can use different sounds and movements to trigger, talk about it more later, but through the vagus nerve, right, our brain, heart, gut connection to enact different responses in our nervous system, right? So, what we're looking at here is, what we're about to go into is how to use sound, breath, and movement to literally set a different sort of ground in our being in different states, which can serve those different kinds of space holding in the context of what we're talking about right now. So, Space holding. We're going to bring it down to one simple polarity, which is allowing space and holding space. Allowing space and holding space. We're going to be framing everything that I was just talking about, reframing it and re-experiencing it in that context. When is it time to allow and open up the space? When is it time to more close the space, contain it, and hold it? We want to be holding at the right moment in the right way. We want to be allowing at the moment in the right way. The first thing we're going to look at is we're going to start to do some of that together, and I want you to sense into, hmm, how much allowing do you typically do versus how much holding do you typically do? Okay, so let's start with the sounds. This is where you can start to do your paper. If this is your paper like this on the board, oh, board draw a line like this and write, ah, up here. And so the letter A, sorry, we make, we, we, we the letter A, we say, ah, as in cat sat on a bat. And then down here, we're going to write the letter U, which we say,
1: oh, it's ooh.
0: Of ooh, as in u's or ooze. And, ah, I'm going to say cat, ah. American pronunciation of the, of the, of the A. And you, underneath, you can write that, allowing, oh. forgive my writing, allowing, and under this one, we're going to write holding, okay. You got that? Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to draw a line this way, leave a little bit of space in the ends, and we're going to go outwards and inwards. And we'll get into in, sorry, inwards. We're going to talk about that in a moment. For now, now that we have that framed, let's just do this together. This is where we get participatory, so uh, if you're in Starbucks, I understand. If you're at home, come on, go for it. Even if it's a little weird or awkward, um, I invite you to go with me here. All right. So, let's let's just say ah, just say ah. 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 And now say
1: ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: We're starting here. In a moment we're going to do it with our whole body, but it's really it's a it's easy to do it here and B 70% of the nerves of your vagus nerve, which is really sort of the nerve that controls your social nervous system, your connection with others and your emotions, 70% of those nerves come here. When you do ah or ooh, you are priming your whole nervous system to trigger allowing or holding. So it's very powerful. Ah, let's try that again. Ah. ah. And just w- wiggle your body a little bit with it. Ah, we sort of shaking our, our holding into some allowing. Ah, and now let's, <laughs> thank you, Joel. <laughs> Be like Joel. Go go for it. Uh, now, ooh, 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 yeah. I even saw Joel sort of fran- france his brow. How do you, is that English france, france, france? Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I lived twenty years in the Netherlands, so sometimes I get for- I forget what's Dutch and what's English. Mm, 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 mm. Ah, one more time.
1: Ah.
0: Okay, let's pause and just relax for a moment. Thank you very much for joining. Um, some of you, when you did that, ah, I'm willing to bet. In fact, I've done this with over three thousand people, so I'm 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 statistically. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm cert- I'm certified. What's the word to 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 place a uh, a wager that ab- about half of you enjoyed that, and if you were not one of those half, yes, actually half the people were enjoying that. Ah, ah those are the people that like ah, they like to be open and free, and, uh, and then ooh for the, if you if this felt awkward, right. Ooh, maybe this felt easier. Ooh, that felt more serious, more, ooh, more responsible. Ooh, you might not have used those words, but this is more natural. For other people, ah, this is the place to be. This is open. This is fun. This is natural. And ooh, that can feel a little contractive or serious or maybe you can feel a bit strict or authoritarian or who do you think you are, right? You can have different sort of trigger different connotations. We're starting to get into some very primal patterns of how your body holds space. Okay, let's try it one more time. And we're just gonna open ourselves up and go, ah, but we're gonna do it very gently. Ah, <sighs> gently move your body, ah. Imagine for a moment with me, and believe me, we're gonna plug this right back into being very effective in your sales conversations. Bear with me, but we need to set the foundation of knowing these patterns in our body first. Just go ah. Now imagine that you're on the you're you're what you're on the beach and it's warm and your eyes are closed you can maybe close your eyes for a moment. Ah, just let your body sway and open your boundaries. Ah. Or maybe maybe you're at some sort of a concert and the music is kind of meditative or you're swoony and you're closing your eyes and you're moving with the music and you just feel warm and open. Ah. Okay, and just rest for a moment. That space, right, of openness, that is one facet of trust, isn't it, right? Trust that ah, you wouldn't do that if you didn't feel safe. You wouldn't do that if it didn't feel okay. And when we start to think, when a client, a potential client, starts to think of their future, right? it's It's scary to go into the future. It's scary to make a change, right? If I'm able to model for you, imagine you're a potential client of mine, or right? if I'm able to model for you, opening, model, embody the trust of opening into that space where I know it, I sense that it's possible for you. If you know pragmatically x y z, to da da, da 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 to both release into that, to send energy into that, right? But if I don't have, you feel if you don't have you now the coach, if you don't have that capacity. Maybe in your mind to go there, yeah, I think that could be great, but your body's still here, right? There's a You feel how there's a mismatch between what you're sharing for them? To the degree that you're able to let your body be open and let your energy through your body then breathe and expand and literally be expansive and excited and trusting. The body contracts when it doesn't trust. Ah, open up, right? Then you you have that contact high with them. They entrain with you there. We could get into the whole conversation about mirror neurons and so forth. That's a longer conversation. If you're not, uh, if you haven't heard about that, just look up on Wikipedia mirror neurons and then in light of this conversation, be like, oh, wow. So <laughs> mirror neurons, your, their body is in training with the state of your body unconsciously. If I can go there, they can go there way easier. Ah, okay, now, I want to try it. We've been exhaling. We've been making sound. We've been exhaling. I want you to reflect on how natural is it for you in your conversations and your potential conversations to generate genuine, authentic excitement with the other person about their future. How much time in those conversations do you devote to and do you naturally let the conversation go or even gently steer the conversation into excitement about the possibility? Dream together and amplify the dream, expand the dream, flesh the dream out, right? It's hard to go into a nebulous future that might be better. I don't know. We do something when we're excited about the dream. Right, so part of your opportunity is to flesh that out with them, to be on the same page, to be excited together about the dream. Yo, let's go it's going to be fun, and I want to have that fun of going there with you. That's that side of it that's the outwards allowing mm-hmm. outwards allowing, so I want to invite you to reflect on how natural is that for you because if you're more the serious type that is going to fix the problem, and believe me, we all know there are problems to be fixed, and so you know. Bless your heart for, you know, your commitment to helping them solve those problems. I want to help them solve them too. But if that person isn't also excited about the future, right, it's a little confronting to like, oh, God, I'm going to pay this money and then we're going to go through this drudging process of fixing it, right? Mm -hmm. And you're missing out is what I'm saying. You're missing out on part of what's going to motivate them to make that commitment to working with you. Okay. Check. We've covered this one. All right and you've you've done a little bit of self-reflection about hmm how much am i doing that how much am i is my body you know do do i feel do i have the safety and the release in my own body to support me as a coach in in supporting them to energize that future dream okay yeah clear
1: mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Okay, let's go. Let's go to the to the other side of allowing. We're gonna. This is great too, but I don't want to feel like I'm dissing the ooh and 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 you know all about mm-hmm. the ah. They're both essential. We're just covering the ah first. Um, inhale ah. Let's try this. We're gonna make that same ah, but we're gonna actually um, breathe it. Just breathe it and inhale it. So it's gonna look like this. Just Try that with me. Just hold your your mouth in the shape of ah and breathe in. Yeah, right. So now we'll add the body to that. And instead of this way, it's going to be like this. Hold your hands in front of you, fingertips together. And as you inhale, just open your arms and expand your chest again. Right. Here's a good image for you to to work on that. Imagine that you open the door and you have some good old dear friends standing there that come over for dinner and they have flowers. And you open the door and you go, welcome thank you for bringing these flowers right that's that's like welcoming right right and and try that for a moment to see if you can access some genuine you know like wonder like wonderful right like i i have a five-year-old daughter so when she comes down in the morning at christmas and she looks at those presents she does this pretty darn naturally Right, that delight at discovering something and the willingness to open up and let something new in. Right, Mm -hmm. now this is allowing inwards. Mm -hmm. Right, now this has so many connotations. One of them is curiosity and a willingness to take in the other person, right, to take their world and take it inside yourself into your world, both mentally and emotionally. Right, there's the mental, like, oh, let me really understand you, and then there's the. Let me feel your pain. Let let me really get to know you. Right. Let's try this inhale. ah, Just with the context right now of imagining that as the embodied foundation of, of non-verbally, although we'll add the verbal verbiage to it in a minute of, let me really understand you. So hold that in your mind and do it with the body language of let me really understand you inhaling. Ah, here we go. Ready? Together. Now let's just, let's put it together as an experiment. So what I want you to do is to, we're going to, and then you're going to actually say, tell me more about that. Just very simply, right? As a practice, inhale, ah, then tell me more about that. Here we go. Ready? And Tell
1: me more about that. More about that.
0: Yeah. Um, or, and what else about that? And, yeah. What else about that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? This, what was that like for you, right? That, so tell me about yourself, right? I, I start almost every conversation with, so tell me about yourself, right? Just yeah. mm-hmm. so imagine you're starting a conversation with me. You're, you're interested in maybe doing some coaching with me. And, um, and I say to you, uh, try this. So, so here you are, you're sitting there, you're interested in maybe doing coaching with me. And I say, um, so tell me about yourself. what's the, what's the feeling that you get in there tell me, so where are you at right now? Just give me, give me a little bit of information. I'm, 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 I'm I'm prepared to fix you. Aren't I? (laughs) It's, it has that feeling of like, whether you're conscious of it or not, that feeling of like, give me the information I need so I can solve your problem for you. Right. (laughs) Versus so nice to meet you to tell me about yourself, but you know, What's going on in your life? What, you know, why are, why are we, are we having this conversation? Right. I'm genuinely open. I'm genuinely curious. My chest is open. My body is open. I am opening myself to you when I, when my features are closed, when my body language is closed, I'm in holding mode, literally not allowing mode. Right. I, uh, right now, Joel and I are doing this on a, on a zoom call, right? So I do a lot of my free consultations on zoom. Uh, you could use Skype. One of the great things about zoom, just a little practical tip is it's really easy to record these sessions, right? Joel, you just, you just literally hit a button and it records. Mm-hmm. What's nice is that the client can record it and you can record it just at the touch of a button. I bring this up because I have recorded myself doing these sessions and studied my body language extensively. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you will be shocked, <laughs> I guarantee you, at the mismatch sometimes between what you're trying to have happen and how, where your body language is at that moment. Mm-hmm. I was really shocked at my habit to do this because I care, because I really want to help that person, right? But when I'm going like this, what are you experiencing on the other end? You don't know that, you don't read this as, oh, Dylan really cares about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, You read it as, mm, Dylan, you, 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 what are you thinking, Joel?
1: Just you, just you know you're, you're, you're working.
0: I'm working, yeah,
1: Thank yeah There must I'm, be something
0: wrong with you if I have to work so hard, right? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how does it feel that you know, a specialist here you know, is finding so much fault?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't feel like you're inviting me. Yeah. No,
0: no. no, 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 but I really like the chance to, to fix you.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: know, if you pay me a bunch of money, I think I can fix you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if they mentally buy into your story about what's wrong and how you can, you know, skillfully make it right, emotionally, they're not on board with it. Emotionally, they're not feeling safe. They're not feeling trust. They're not feeling courage. They're not feeling excitement. Right. Okay. So, allowing inwards, taking it in, opening up, being emotionally available. Let's try that one more time together, people. Yeah, and let's try it. And let's say, um, let's say something like, "I'm curious. Tell me more." Let's just try that. Inhale, ah, and say, "I'm curious. Tell me more." I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. Tell me more. I'm, I'm curious about that. Tell me more. I'm curious. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. Ah, right. Ah, okay. Now, so will you try that? Have, even if you just do it with a friend, have a free consultation with them or a mock conversation consultation with them on on something where you can record the two-way video and look at yourself. Are you, is there more room, is your body language supporting you both expansively, Mm -hmm. outwards allowing and inwards allowing? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go down here. Getting where I'm going with this. So Mm -hmm. let's look at the other side because that's also really equally important. And it starts with how you hold space. We're going to start in here, inwards holding, and we're going to start with how you're holding yourself. Okay, let's just make the sound together again to start off, remember. Mm -hmm. Just say that with me a few times. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Now hold your hands. I'll, I'll move back so you can see me a bit. Hold your hands <clears throat> like this. We're going to start off with the 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 primary holding, which is how we, how we hold a baby, how we hold a small little cat, how we hold a bird that fell out of a nest and broke its wings. Hold your arms like this. Just you know, cock your head to the side and just say
1: ooh ooh.
0: And let your chest just naturally come in, so you're yeah. not like ooh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, and then imagine if you even want to go that far, it can help to just sort of mm. pet it, <laughs> stroke it.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. And whether it's a baby for you or a cat or whatever triggers mm. your care response, this is a neurological circuit in our being—the care circuit. Mm. Triggers love, mm. taking care of, holding, in a way that's nurturing and nourishing. Ooh. Ooh. We do this to ourselves when we get a boo-boo, right? We hold it, ooh. When our child, when my daughter skins her knee, ooh, I hold it to ooh. heal it, to support ooh. it. When she cries, I hold her ooh. to comfort her, right? We hold what we love, right? We take care of what we love, right? And how do we do that? Do we hold it like this? do we hold it like this? Do we hold it like this? Mm. How do we hold it? How we hold it. So now we're going to get deep for a moment. And I will, after having worked with hundreds of people on this one-on-one and thousands in workshops, I will tell you the overwhelming pattern seems to be how you were held as a baby is Mm. the most single important factor in how you naturally hold yourself. Mm. Interesting. You might've done it a ton of work on yourself since those early days. And so you now have come to hold yourself better than you were held when you're a child. Right. And you still, you know, if you're like most of us, it's still in process, uh, how you hold yourself, how you hold your emotions, how you hold your knowledge, how you hold your memories. This is where it gets really key. How you hold the memories of all the past clients you've served, how you appreciate the value that you know, that you brought to so many people that you respect that, that you honor that, that you love your capacity to serve.
1: Right?
0: Mm. I, pro- I propose to you that your sense of authority, your sense of confidence, be not yang-based, be not masculine-based, but be feminine-based, be based from care, be based from a memory and your commitment to serving that which you love. Mm. To the degree that I remember I have a list, by the way, I keep my testimonials and my feedback forms in a Google doc or you, you know, wherever you wanna keep them and I reread them every periodically. And I go into this state, this move, I literally do this as a practice and I go into this movement and I remember how much, how meaningful it was for me to care for those people and how, how, how much benefit they got in the process. Mm. And just like a mother by her third child, fourth child, if it's really going well, she's like, I know how to care for kids, I'm good at this. You know, the first, your first baby, you're kind of like, all right, right. After a while, you become an old pro at it, right. You guys, if you've, if you've successfully served, you know, 15, 20, 30 clients, and if you've gone through a decent certification training, you've already had the process of doing that, right. Capture those memories, hold those memories, get those testimonials, get that feedback, get uh, whatever support you need, that you have those memories that you can go back to and organize, organize yourself around that. Right, so that when you come to talk about, when I can talk to you about Uzazu, I'm talking grounded from a place that I'm holding. Of, I know that this works. I know how how much I how much it means to me to offer that to people. If I lose contact with that and I'm not grounded in that, I'm here. Hi, Joel. Thank you. I'm so welcome. I'm I'm so happy to be on your show, and I'm happy to because I think that sound and movement can really help people. You know, I'm not holding. Loving space for my memory of what I know mm. helps people. Mm. I really want to. I really want you to get this. I really want you guys to hold this because it is so powerful. When I work with people on that and give them that practice, it's amazing how quickly they go. Oh right! I have twenty memories. I have hundred. How many? How many clients have you served, Joel? Mm. Oh,
1: thousands of this <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs>
0: Yeah. An endless mm-hmm. pool of, like, goodness, no. right? All that you have to do is remember that and let that trigger that cascade mm-hmm. of care in your body. Mm-hmm. And then allow yourself to rest in that experience of caring and mm-hmm. share from that place. Mm-hmm. Instant instant trust from my side because I'm like, oh, right. that dude ain't faking it. That dude seems to have, you know, be, be, be speaking from a place of knowing that he can serve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's first. Mm-hmm. Right. That's first is being grounded in that. And that's huge for so many people, especially if it's your first few years of working.
1: Yeah. Um anything you want to add or or, or say there, Joel? No, I just think that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that I mean I really hear this. That it's yeah, okay. an important step to remember. Because we get busy trying to get 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 it's like, uh, right.
0: The next client, the next deal. Yeah.
1: So yeah. this is just, the, I really appreciate it. Just taking that. I mean, for me, myself, just, oh yeah, right.
0: Oh yeah, even if you have that, it's easy to forget, right? Because yeah. we got yeah. future oriented. You, you yeah. never know if the next person's going to say yes or not. You don't have control over that, but you do have control over yeah. your capacity to remember all the good you've done.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Okay, so um, yeah, ain't nobody blocking me from rereading my testimonials and feeling that again. <laughs> now, um, let's talk about... Let's talk about that ah. When I go, let's talk about ah. No, no, no. I want to, there's uh, so many levels of this in so little time, but I hope that this is helpful. Uh, let's go over here and look at this, right? We're, we're just going to keep the ooh with yourself for right now. To the degree that you're grounded in this ooh. Do this with me again, people. Ooh ooh, 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 I know and I feel how helpful I've been. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love what it feels like uh, to serve others. And I, and I, and I'm grounded in that memory of having served others. And I come from that place from there. Now I can extend from that knowing trust in myself. I can extend that out to the other person. Right. And here's how I, here's how I'm sensing. I can help you try this. Exhale. We're going to exhale the ooh sound just like this.
1: Ooh, ooh.
0: Imagine that you're offering something that's really, Imagine uh, I was a little bit almost, I almost got sick the other day. My, my, my wife made me chicken noodle soup. I'm classic. Right. And, and just right now when I was doing that, I got the notion of her putting that chicken noodle soup on the table. You know? I went, Ooh, here you go, honey. I know this is going to help you right now. Ooh. Try that with me. Ooh. Offering something that you know from your experience is, is helpful.
1: Ooh.
0: And try that with me guys and, and go, Ooh, Mm. Here's, here's how I think I can help.
1: Here's how I think I can help.
0: Exactly. Try that. Again, here's how I think I can help.
1: Ooh, Here's how I think I can help.
0: Okay. Now, let's try that two ways. There's the grounded in love and care version of it, and there's the grounded in it's wrong, I can fix it and make it right. And those are two very different experiences of the ooh, right? Mm-hmm. So try this, uh, try this version with me a little harder, same thing, and say, ooh, here's how we're going to fix this.
1: Ooh, here's how we're going to fix this.
0: Here's here, here's the solution.
1: I'm going to fix this.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I, it's worth mentioning that I've noticed a big trend for people that have, it could, it could have been a mother, but the, the sort of classic archetype is the critical father, right, that comes in and goes, rrr, rrr, rrr. people who grew up with a critical father and sort of have rebelled against that can have an hour, I'm not saying across the board, but it is a sizable trend, Mm -hmm. can rebel against that. And any notion of this, you know, there's a hypersensitivity to like, don't tell me what to do, or that feels Mm -hmm. critical. Mm -hmm. And so even this can feel like this to those people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Does anybody on the call resonate with that? That's sort of like, it can feel like, oh, you know, Far be it from me to impose uh, you know, my opinion on you, <laughs> right? And so we err on the side of allowing, right? So there's, this is a loving holding. So especially if this is a bit edgy for you, more ooh, go back to the ooh, would be my loving advice to you. Mm-hmm. Go back to the ooh, right? Until you're like, oh yeah, no, I did X, Y, Z, and that helped, and then make an offer. Make a suggestion. They're suggestions rather than dictums, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking, I'm sensing that da-da-da-da-da. Uh, my sense of the situation is that if we were to, you know, da, da 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 and there are degrees of holding in that. Some people, you feel, the more you work with it consciously, you feel it varies per person. Some people, they really need that. Okay, here's, here's what I think really needs to happen, right? If they're like this and they're just needing you to be an anchor, right? Here's what I, here's what I would want to do with you. I think that we would start here. And then we would do this so that we can really do that so that you can get that.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Right. Because we were going to go back to the dream, right? This brings that freedom, freedom within limitations, freedom within structure. Right. And then with other people, it's more open, but it still needs to be there. If I don't make an offer and this is where we get to making an offer, right? I need to make an offer so that they can ultimately have something clear that they can say, yeah, I wanna step into that space or no, I don't wanna step into that space, right? Um, now I wanna talk about, this might be a little bit drinking from a water hose here, I realize you know, it's a whole new world of, of, of looking at it this way, but hey, you have this call, you can rewatch it. A lot of people, you know, cause I pack a lot into a short amount of time, I encourage you to go back, you know, some people go back three, four times to these things. Um, I want to look at this because these, these, these are opposites, right? These are opposites in a way, but we can also look at this. Just check this out with me, and maybe Joel and I can play a little bit with it too uh, mm-hmm. in the short amount of time we have here. Um, let me just demonstrate it first. So this is inwards allowing and outwards holding. Just feel that for a moment. Feel the complementarity of that. One last time. I open, I take it in and then I shape it and I offer it out, okay? Now, we we'll talked about this later, but let's just focus on this or maybe we won't even get to this right now. I think this is, this is enough to work with. In terms of the actual making an agreement part, right? So now we've just been talking about different ways of showing up and what the importance is of each way of showing up. In terms of the actual coming to an agreement together, coming to a shared understanding that we're both on board with, which is the prerequisite, right? To them saying yes, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's all this, it's all this. And here's what I mean by that. Think about, um, think about like, Joel, you and you and me say, um, say that I didn't live in Maine, say that I lived in San Francisco, which in an alternate reality, I would love to live in San Francisco. Um, and, and let's say that uh, we're, we want, you know, we don't spend enough time together. We want to go out. We want to have a nice evening together, boys night out. And uh, so, y- y- maybe you start it off, you say like, would you be interested in you know going out sometime, Dylan? Right? You you you're trying to get information from me about my openness to this idea. Right.
1: Hey Dylan, you wanna do something with me tonight?
0: Right? And so and so you're gonna feel whether I'm whether I'm whether I you're gonna be monitoring, regardless of what I say, intuitively you're gonna be, do I contract at that idea or do I expand at that idea? Right? If I go, if I model that and go, Yeah, or if I go, yeah, yeah, that sounds great, Joel. I'll I'll get back to you, right? Where it doesn't feel like fully deep, or I, or I just go, "Uh, uh, sorry, Joel, uh, I'm busy, or whatever, right? So you ask, you there's an invitation, right? There's an invitation. You could also start it the other way. You could start with, hey, I had this idea, Dylan. I what you know? What do you say? The two of us, we go out, you know, just have a fun night out together.
1: Hey Dylan, I got this. I I got something I think we should do together. I'm ready to take, you know, we're going to go for a hike. I got this great place. I want you to see it. Okay. So did you feel, guys, in Joel, there was a mix
0: of an unis in there, right? I got this great idea. So he's he's opening the space of possibility and excitement, and then I've got this space. You know, he went like this. He started to close the space to hold space for me to imagine a specific proposal, right? Now, if, so thank you, Joel. If, if we look at this right in that proposal, we can start more from a place of inviting of, of inviting or of proposing. And it's so much and and about inquiring, right? When we're negotiating and we do this a lot in our live workshops with this back and forth and it's something that you can, there's all sorts of fun exercises you can play with around this is where if I go, Say, we're getting towards the end of the conversation. I've done a lot of this, right? And I go, even earlier in the conversation, what I'll do is I'll do lots of inhale, ah, lots of inviting, lots of opening up the space, and then I will mirror it back. So I could say in the beginning, instead of like, oh, oh, so you're saying you have this problem, that problem, and that problem, here's how I want to fix it, right? I wouldn't jump to that, or here's, therefore, I think you should buy eight packages with, you know, eight, eight, a package of eight coaching sessions with me, right? I don't want to jump to that. But I might go, Okay, so what I'm hearing is this, Joel. What I'm hearing is that you're, you know, when you're in this, but da, da 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 But then when you go over here, it's, you know, da, da 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 da. Right. So already then I'm model, I'm holding this, I'm inviting them to enter my space and to share, and I'm modeling it back. Am I holding? Am I holding your reality? Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then they might say, "Is this? Is this what I'm hearing?" And then they might say, "Yeah, but it's also more like this. Like you didn't get all of it." Right? And so we're going back and forth a few times like this until we feel that we really get each other. And I know that I can hear you and I can mirror it back and you go, yes, that's what I said. Once we have that, then I can go, okay, so given XYZ. Right now that we have that shared understanding, here's my thought, you know, and I could say, would you be, some techniques will have you say that transition question of, would you be willing to hear, you know, and it's also what the context of the call is. Was it a free session? Is it already clear that you're going to pitch them coaching? Right. Would you be, would you be willing to hear, um, you know, how I feel I could support you if we were to work together in a coaching conversation? Right. So that's a permission question. And I wouldn't say, would you be willing to hear how I could help you? (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Would you be willing to hear how I could help you? Okay. Well, my sense of it is, is given that this and this and this is that if we were to work eight sessions together, starting with this, then going into this, then this, then you could really get that and model holding that so that you could da-da-da right so that's a sense of how we we can allow our body mind to flex flow through different phases of holding space and allowing space to support us together in building that shared trust and courage and excitement that is needed right to 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 feel neurologically capable mm. of moving forward into that commitment
1: mm-hmm.
0: So I want to invite you as you've, as you've gone through this, reflect on, on what you're noticing. Where are your natural tendencies? Which of these patterns is easier for you? You've probably already started to develop a more, uh, you know, the next level of awareness about, oh, I'm doing this more, I'm doing that less. Because as you're probably already starting to sense in this call, there's a lot of implications for where you can uh, have a more balanced dynamic process that can support people more. In, in having the trust to say yes, not just to you, but to themselves mm-hmm. to go on that journey with you.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> nice. I, what I hear, and I, I'm gonna, gonna feedback a little bit because I think this is, you know, what I, I'm sensing is that you're opening up this particular very important pathway which, you know, another part of our jobs is this interaction that we're having. I got to get clients, that's why we're here, we're professionals. But there's a way in which it's not just the, the sort of the dialogue, it's the whole way we show up, right? So you're actually introducing, becoming aware of myself, how I am in space, how I'm showing up, but also how that interacts and how that, that, that plays with other people or how that not plays out. Yeah, it is play, but, you know, how it shows up. And it's just totally necessary for us to, to look at this stuff, right, for us, you know, these, all of us. As you're talking, mm-hmm. as you're talking
0: about this, Joel, yes, absolutely, one. <laughs> and as you're talking, I'm aware of, as, as I'm receiving you, Does it, do, what, what is the confirmation that will help Joel really feel the way in which I get what he's saying? Because sometimes for some people, as you're sharing, I need to be holding that in an ooh, like yes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes, mm-hmm. and that'll feel that'll make that the grounding of it's it's arrived over here what you're sharing, Joel. Whereas for other people, I might need to, yeah, I might you know it might help them know that it's arriving for me to hold a very open space as you're sharing that. Just um, as an example of what you're saying.
1: No, actually, that's really great. I think for me, it's really it's more uh, I can hold it. I mean, it's like this is really something that i can hold i can bring it in to myself it's something that i see as very valuable in oh, this what
0: i just shared this the whole
1: work that you're showing that you're no, offering, okay. this particular yeah. lesson right yeah. so i'm able to take it in uh, and and see it as something that i can i can wear it i can fit yeah, it literally yeah yeah it also tastes good right so there's that quality to it but i see this as part of you know nourishing myself and thriving right as a professional yeah right? and i really appreciate the you know and those what I, I i listening to it, i sense that you were right you said at the very beginning that you know By this point in time, many, we're most of our listeners have had to do some marketing work. They've had to study it. They've had to learn it. So you learn the sort of, uh, you know, I would say it's the superficial levels of it—the the the milestones, the markers, the carns along the way. But now you're sort of saying, yeah, but what's the journey really like inside, right? What are the subtle qualities, and how can I start to understand myself in order to better show up in that relationship? all right as well you've also broken down some dynamics that are not covered by the obvious Carnes, you know along the way right you know, right it's a it's a subtler uh, interaction you're describing yeah
0: yeah and it's there's a piece that is both inner and outer in a way right because on one hand we're talking about the inner emotions and the inner processes and then we're also just talking very matter-of-factly about how allowing your body to do this versus allowing your body to do that, right? There, there is no inner without outer and no outer without an inner. So it's about...
1: Absolutely. It together. right? Yeah. So, but it's, it's opening up and making it more embodied, right? And making it more... And going back, it is actually... It's building our body language. Uh, you're, you're learning to trust yourself more because uh, if I do this type of work, I spend some time on my own or videotaping with my clients or with a, with a, a friend... I'm trusting that, oh, I get it, and then I can take it out in the world and sort of, uh, you know, see that it's a, it's a more open world.
0: Yeah. Trust. I, I Nicely put. Nicely put. I want to focus just very briefly on that notion of trusting yourself because I noticed it's funny when you say that, that I, I go like, oh, that's interesting. I, to be honest, I don't think of it as trusting in oneself anymore. I think of it as trusting in my capacity or whoever's doing it. Trusting in one's capacity to support that which is needing to happen in that moment.
1: Mm, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. I mean, it's a subtle shift, but right, like, no, actually, talking but, about this, like what serves in this moment? It serves that Dylan is in contact with his memories of all the ways that he can and has helped, yeah. right? I don't need self-confidence to do that. I just need to have the capacity to direct my attention in a way that serves at that
1: moment. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a subtler and it's a useful distinction. Right.
0: Because then I don't need to trigger those old memes about my insecurity or do I believe in myself or da-da-da-da-da. They can get me over over caught in the narrative.
1: Right. And you're also giving it a body shape, which is one of the key things. I mean, I I know your work is like giving us these movements and it means that I can bring this up whenever I want. I, I can get in touch with the me of this. Of the ooh and the ah by simply yeah. just doing it, right? And actually, I can do it with a client too. It's like, oh, hold on a second, can we just, you know, what comes up when you do these moves? You know? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, there's a lot. There's a lot here. So I appreciate that that um that you've spent this time with us. And it is true that this video is available. I mean, you know, if you're watching it, you can keep watching it and watch it several times. Uh, and I know Dylan that there's a you have an offer that you can make that you'd like to make for for our audience too. So I think it's probably getting a good time because we're getting running out of time by this point. Sure. So just very,
0: very simply, it's, uh, I just like to give you guys uh, the opportunity to practice this. i have sort of taken you through it, but I thought it would be helpful because at the end of the day, as I say, it's a doing and it's a habit building so that that becomes automatic. These things become more automatic to you. Uh, It's just, I thought I'd make you a 10 minute practice video with each of these things. Um, I haven't, to be honest, actually even made it yet, but by the time you watch this video, I will have made it, and it will be connected to a link that will be most likely right under this video, you said, Joel?
1: Yes, it should be right there, yeah. Yeah, so if you
0: click on that, that'll take you to to my site, and uh, you just put in your name and email, and you will get that practice video and a little handout uh, I love making handouts, so I'll, I'll make a handout with it that'll uh, help summarize it for you. So I hope that will help you take action on this and start and start to really use and benefit from it.
1: Well, actually, and, that, and that, but does raise the key point, which is that, that you know you're showing us how to do you know to work with this, but it is something that you practice. Right. It is something that you work with. And as you work with it, it you bec- not it's not that you become better at it. You understand the subtler dynamics more in the way they show up. So it really, you know, so it, hopefully this video offers, you know, if you're watching this, you can say, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, not just taste it a little bit. I'm going to try it and try yeah. it and do it. So the video, that's why I think the practice video is really important. Practice for a week and then see what happens.
0: You know, and I do want to make another plug while, while I have people's attention. Um, something that is really, really true in my life is that I didn't ask. It's so funny. I mean, here I am, uh, you know, ex-dancer, composer, turned body-mind researcher doing, I was like, Joe, I want to offer something about marketing and sales. I've fallen in love with marketing and sales. Um, ask me five years ago that I would be, tell me that I would be doing this. I'm like, no way. Marketing and sales is kind of sleazy. I have actually fallen in love with the opportunity to put myself in the position of marketing and sales. Mm -hmm. Now that's a a kind of an audacious thing to say for a personal development expert. Uh, Here's why. There's two faces, to. I'll say it very quickly. Two faces to it. One, because I learned I had this modality. I happen to think Cusaz was really powerful. I happen to have, you know, witnessed witnessed so many people having been helped by this. I wanted to get it out to the world. I wanted more people to benefit from it. I'm sure that you've witnessed great change with the modalities that you do, and you want more people to benefit from it, right? Mm-hmm. Marketing and sales and your capacity to dance in that space in a way that gives people the trust and courage to say yes, right, is, for for most of us, is, is the the gate that we can't get through to share our gift with the world. So, A, I realized I needed to get over my own blocks around it if I was going to manifest my purpose. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, Joel. When I really went into it and stopped judging it, which was, I found out in the end, my own shadow projecting onto it. It's safe for me to blame marketing and sales as being sleazy. (laughs) But it was a vehicle for me to look at some of my unfinished business and where I was projecting and playing, you know, going into victimhood right? And it opened up when I really took it on as, as the next layer of my personal practice as the catalyst, like it, I had taken on my marriage as a catalyst for my transformation. Mm-hmm. When I took it that degree of seriousness, mm-hmm. it catapulted my next wave of personal development. Mm, nice. Nice. So I just want to leave people with that, that this is actually can be a tantric practice that catalyzes the next wave of your personal development. So in the light of this, when you're going like this, When you notice it's difficult for you to go into that dream, that's an opportunity for you to reflect. When you notice it's difficult for you to really hold that care and honor that, that's an opportunity for you to maybe do some work there. So I just want to leave people with that that this is this is potent stuff. It's not just like a one and done. Do this and then you're good. Do that and then you're good. I recognize it's a process and it's a sacred process.
1: Yeah, and, and it's a it's a, and it's a fun process. It can it's not always going to be easy, but it's going to be something that it's going to taste many flavors along the way.
0: And each step, each progress that you make in it reflects directly in your bank account, which is also nice. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like the better you do no, this, literally the more clients you get. I haven't gone into that, but I'm pretty good now in sales conversations. So that helps me a lot. Right.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, this is a wonderful lesson. So I thank you for your generosity and your time, Dylan. And, uh, I look forward to continuing to, to learn from you over the coming years. Thank you, Joel, for this
0: opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, it's, it's, it's been fun to share, and uh, I look forward to. Uh, well, people, when you when you subscribe to this thing, you'll have my email as well. So if you have any thoughts or questions about it, feel free to drop me a line. I'm, I, I like to be in the open, allowing space. So. Thanks.
1: Great. All right. Thanks, Dylan. All
0: right.